Hello, this is Priscilla Rice, and I'm coming to you from Live Oak Recording Studio. This week, we're going to have a rebroadcast of one of our earlier classic podcasts. We hope you enjoy it, and thanks so much for listening. Episode 259, Why Make All the Mistakes? Listening to the official BNI podcast with BNI founder and chairman Dr. Ivan Meisner. Stay tuned for networking and referral marketing tips from the man who's been called the father of modern networking, along with suggestions and insights into getting the most from your membership in the world's largest networking organization, BNI. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the official BNI podcast brought to you by NetworkingNow.com, which is the leading site on the net for networking downloadables. I'm Priscilla Rice, and I'm coming to you from Live Oak Recording Studio in Berkeley, California, and I'm joined on the phone today by the founder and the chairman of BNI, Dr. Ivan Meisner. Hello, Ivan. How are you, and where are you? Hi, Priscilla. Doing great, and I am still in Australia visiting BNI chapters. Love to visit BNI chapters and uh, meet members, and that's where I am uh, last week and this week. Oh, great! And what do you have to share with us? I have got um, a, a different podcast. You know, normally my podcasts are uh, very specific about the you know how tos and uh, maybe interviews with people who have done things, but uh, today I have a story. Uh huh. Okay, great. And and the story really applies to why make all the mistakes? Uh, you know, to become a great networker, you learn from other people's mistakes. You learn from other people's successes. And there are really tried and true networking techniques that are so simple, they seem like they would just be ineffective. And many times we try to evaluate them, improve upon them, complicate them. That's often called feature creep, where we add stuff to an idea that's already pretty good and working. So an experience that I had once while on vacation really kind of reminds me of how we try to make some things harder than they really are. Uh And then we aren't as successful as we might want to be in the process. So let me tell you the story and then I'll give you the, the, the really the moral to the story uh, as I wrap up. Uh, Quite a few years ago, I was in Hawaii and I was enjoying the ocean and uh, unbeknownst to me, the, the water uh, was actually pretty thick with Portuguese man-of-war jellyfish, which are highly poisonous. And I felt this sort of stinging sensation across my chest, and I wiped my chest with my right wrist, and that's important later, my right wrist and arm. And I lifted my arm up out of the water, and I looked at these tentacles that were dripping uh, off <laughs> of my arm. And I followed them with my eyes uh, and looked out and about eight feet away from my body was this Portuguese man-o-war jellyfish, and you recognize them immediately. They're huge. And, uh, and so I was kind of alarmed, and I, and I shook the tentacles off my wrist and, and swam to shore as quickly as I could. And I ran up to the first hotel employee that I saw. It was some cabana boy who was serving drinks to people out you know, by the pool. And I, I said to him, I said, hey, I think I've been hit in the chest by a, a Portuguese man-o-war what should I do? And he said, well, are you feeling any pressure in your chest? I said, no, no. He said, okay, well, here's what you need to do. You need to go to the market that's just off the lobby and you want to ask for some vinegar and meat tenderizer. And you're going to want to spray the vinegar onto your chest and then shake the meat tenderizer onto the same spot and rub it all around and you'll be just fine. Well, I thought that was 
Mm-hmm. It was really bizarre mm-hmm. advice, right? And mm-hmm. he was like way too calm. Uh, you know, I just got hit by a Portuguese man of war. He was way too calm. Uh-huh. And it seemed like way too easy of a solution and kind of goofy, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. And I thought, I honestly thought, okay, so this guy's doing his version of let's goof on the stupid tourist. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we, we can see if he actually does it. Maybe we'll get pictures or something. I just thought he was, he was crazy. So I said, thanks a lot. Walked off. And I spotted a hotel employee standing not too far off. And I kind of jogged over to him and I you know, urgently told him, look, I, I just been hit by a Portuguese man of war. And I showed him and he looked at me and he said, yeah, yeah, that looks like a Portuguese man of war. He said, uh, are you feeling any pressure in your chest? I said, okay. <laughs> That's what the last guy said. I said, no, not feeling any pressure in the chest. He said, all right, well, here's what you want to do. If you're not feeling any pressure, what you want to do is you want to go uh, find the market that's right off the, the front desk. And you want to go in there and you want to buy some vinegar and you want some a meat tenderizer and you want to spray your chest with the vinegar and uh, rub in the, the meat tenderizer and uh, you'll feel a lot better. You'll feel just fine. Well, I wasn't at all reassured. I, I thought for sure these guys like had a, a staff meeting to talk about how to goof on the tourist. So I, I didn't believe him. Ran into the hotel, saw the hotel manager. I said, okay, hotel manager, he's going to give me a straight scoop. He's not going to give me that, that nonsense. So I said, damn, I said, hey, look, you see I, 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 these stripes across my chest? I've been hit by a Portuguese man of war. He said, yeah, yeah, that looks like a Portuguese man of war. He said, are you feeling any chest pains, any pressure in your chest? I said, no, I'm not feeling any pressure in my chest. He said, okay, fine. Just run down the hall and there's a little market. What you want to do is get some vinegar and meat tenderizer, and you want to spray it on your chest and you know, powder yourself up with the meat tenderizer and just rub it in. I finally thought, oh, this guy can't be serious. All right, I know this is a joke, but I'll do it. So I reluctantly went down the hall to the store, and I know, there, I, know you know, I just knew that there were guys laughing back there about it. I figured they were looking at me in the camera as I'm walking down the hall, and they're all laughing. And I entered the small market of the lobby, and I started searching, uh, you know, for all the char grilled products. And while I'm looking around, I start to get a shortness of breath. Uh-huh. And suddenly, and really quickly, I began to experience this, this almost like crushing weight on my chest. Wow. It was horrible. It was like, I started feeling like it was a heart attack. And uh-huh. I'm thinking, oh my goodness, I'm, I, you know, I'm having a coronary. Uh-huh. And I stumbled out of the store, uh, which was literally just a few feet down the hall. And I kind of stumbled down the hall got to the front desk and, and literally dropped to my knees and then flat on my back, clutching my chest. And, and, you know, I'm saying, Oh, you know, call nine one one. They called nine one one. The paramedics are coming. No kidding. There's this little girl standing by me and I'm in the middle of the lobby. Okay. Yeah. Imagine a, a lobby in Hawaii. There's this guy in a bathing suit, you know, beached porpoise, <laughs> in the lobby, clutching my chest. Um, I'm in agony. This little girl points at me and says, look, mommy, look at the man on the floor. And she's like, <laughs> stay away from that man. This is what happens when you do drugs. And I'm oh, like, no. no, not drugs. Man of war, Portuguese man of war. So the paramedics rush into the scene. They, they, they finally get there. They're going to give me the medical attention I need, the real medical, medical attention I need. And after they find out what happens... The paramedic uh, opens up his life-saving kit, and I knew, I just knew they were going to pull out a defibrillator, and, you know, I I was making my peace with God at that point because I was bracing myself for the big jolt, and instead, he pulled out, you may have guessed it, 
<laughs> a spray bottle of vinegar uh-huh. and some Adolph's meat tenderizer. No way. And he then proceeded to spray the vinegar and sprinkle the meat tenderizer on my chest and thoroughly rub the mixture around. Uh-huh. Within seconds, Priscilla, you seconds, <gasps> the excruciating pain began to subside. Uh-huh. And within a couple of minutes, other than just a little, a little pain where the stripes were, and remember, I, I used my wrist to, to wipe the tentacles off. So what happened was the tentacles were right on my wrist, and so it mainlined the poison into me. I see. But within minutes after the vinegar and meat tenderizer, it, the pain was virtually all gone. Turns out that what I thought was a big barbecue joke on the tourist uh-huh. is a well-known cure for some jellyfish strikes. Uh-huh. Not all, but some. The meat tenderizer contains an enzyme. Uh, I, I don't know how to, I think it's papain, P-A-P-A-I-N, uh-huh. which breaks down the toxin proteins and neutralizes them. And the vinegar is sort of the, the vehicle to, to put it into the bloodstream. So the combination has a very, very quick impact. Wow. Now, why am I telling this story? <laughs> and and here's, here's where it really applies to you as a listener in BNI. Uh-huh. Thinking back on it, I'm amazed at how many people gave me the solution to my problem, mm-hmm. but I still had to learn the hard way. Right. You know, I'm sitting there thinking, who's going to believe the cabana boy? I mean, he, he, what does he know, right? And the hotel employee, okay, maybe there's a pattern, but, you know, I have a doctoral degree. I have a doctoral degree. I'm smart. You know, these guys are just kidding with me, right? They're joking. And the hotel manager, well, okay, at that point, I admit there was no excuse. <laughs> you know, at that point, I knew I needed to go on in. I made one of the biggest mistakes that people in business make. Uh-huh. I, didn't, I didn't listen to the people who have the experience. I assumed that I just knew better. And the truth is, I didn't know better at all. Right. There's nothing like experience. It beats education every day of the week. The only thing better is a combination of education and experience, or at least a willingness to learn from other people's experience. There are so many basic referral marketing and networking techniques that any good business person knows to be effective. They don't try to look for something more complicated or involved because they know from their own experience as well as the experience of others what works and what doesn't work in business. So if you're listening to this podcast, think back throughout your life. You you may read things that seem too simple. Uh, In the future, you may read things that seem too simple or, or ideas that you think you've heard of before, but don't dismiss them. Embrace them. Especially if you're hearing, from the, you're hearing this from people who you know to be successful. Everybody, you know, opinions are like noses. Everybody has one. Uh, and so, you know, everybody's going to give you an opinion. But take the opinions seriously for those people who are in the know, those people who have the experience. And even though their idea may be simple, they're oftentimes not easy when you're talking about business or, or about networking. If they were easy, everyone would do them, and they don't. Great networkers learn from other people's failures and successes. So get out that vinegar and meat tenderizer (laughs) and learn from the masters. Learn from people in your chapter, directors, director consultants, hey, maybe even this podcast, and learn from other people so that you don't have to make the mistakes that other people make. Great. That's my message today, Priscilla. Okay, perfect. I love that story. 
I want to thank you for this podcast, Dr. Meisner. Thank you, Priscilla. And members listening to this podcast, directors, share this podcast with your members. It's a lot of fun and it's got a great message. Share this message with the rest of the people that you work with week in and week out in BNI. Thanks, Priscilla. I think that's it for this week. I'd just like to remind the listeners that this podcast has been brought to you by NetworkingNow.com, which is the leading site on the net for networking downloadables. Thank you so much for listening. This is Priscilla Rice, and we hope you'll join us next week for another exciting episode of the official BNI podcast.